0: we took a left turn but this is hilarious if you were to make a side hustle of just Allie Clifton feet pics how much do you think you would make in a month
1: I would not be doing road tripping
0: wow boy what manicure them dogs up and put it
1: on the deck Welcome into another edition of Road Trippin' uh, with Richard Jefferson and Channing Frye. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. We are fueled by the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Guys, let's just jump right into it. Last episode, I want to pick up where we kind of left off. You guys were talking about coach of the year. Playoffs around the corner, 15, 16, 17 games left of the regular season. I want to know who, which coach, NBA head coach, has the toughest job heading into the playoffs. Uh,
0: Quinn Snyder of the Utah Jazz.
2: Oh, that's a good call. That's like how many
0: years are they going to get? Like they're not young anymore. And right. They have vets. You have guys who need to be extra and better and live up to like expectations. Right. I mean, you have defensive player of the year. You have all stars. You have vets. You have everything you need. But can you get I mean, conference finals are nothing. And I know that sounds mean, but that's just how the league goes. You see the Blazers made the playoffs, they went to the Western Conference Finals once, and then they were kind of in the play-in game, and they're around, lo- losing in first round, and then they blew the team up. So at a certain point, what, what is, is
2: Donovan and you got, Mitchell And you, and going you got to new ownership. That? Yeah, you got new ownership. So yeah. that means that there's probably, you know, if he thinks that they've maxed out, not so obviously you have so much talent, but if you decide right. to go a different direction, you know, maybe you – I, I maybe you trade Rudy Gobert for Bradley Beal right. and say we're gonna try and play small ball. I, I like I'm not saying to do these things. Totally Rudy right. Gobert is one of the most unique and special players in this league, but it's like at some point in time you got to start thinking that like, okay, either we need to adjust, tweak, but like. Or it, or it goes to like coaching staff if I if I, if you got a new ownership and you know whether it's a GM or president or whatever the situation is some point in time you have to evaluate that we keep making the playoffs we've had the best record but we haven't yet to be to a, even a conference finals when people yeah. have us as like one of the best teams in the league
1: does that warrant you for firing? It's not, sometimes it's not
2: about firing. Sometimes it's like, you just make it seem like firing is like, Hey, we're like different direction versus firing. Is Quinn Snyder going to get another job? Yes. Like 100% he's a great coach, but that's why you see great coaches go different places and have success and move on. Like Phil Jackson wasn't fired from Chicago. He just basically decided to go a different direction. Right? Like, and again, you can kind of say is like they were just going to kind of rebuild the team and they were going to do some different things. But I think, that's why I think you move on. It's like, hey, we've maximized what we can do. Maybe we can maximize it with the team we have if we bring in a different voice. If the different voice doesn't work, then you ultimately decide to tweak the team. I think
0: another the head coach of Memphis has a really fun, but expectations are tough. Now teams are like and media people like myself and Richard are like, "Hey, uh, Memphis has just a good a chance to go to the Western Conference Finals." As they do the finals, if Phoenix doesn't get healthy, if if Golden State doesn't get healthy, they have all the pieces. So, like, if you make it to the first round and lose, the ownership isn't looking at the players. They're like, Well, the players, young guys weren't prepared to to win this series. Maybe we need somebody with a little more experience. So but he's also playing with free money in a sense of. John Morant's having a crazy good year. Jaron Jackson Jr. is finally healthy. They haven't been playing with Dylan Brooks like so. When he gets his full team back, he's already had coach these guys in playoff situations where he goes, he, "You've be, you've had this experience. Now go be
2: go be great." Yeah, yeah no, I, like that perspective. I yeah, no, I, I actually completely agree, and that's rare. Chad. Damn it,
1: player, player in your eyes that will have the most pressure. Let's go from coach to player.
2: Ooh. In the postseason. James Harden. Oh. Yes. Good one. Luca. I, James Harden. I, I no, I don't think Luca's under pressure because Luca's I think, never been out of the first round. He has not want to yeah, see and he's still on a rookie contract, bro. That's where I we understand. get mistakes. We that's where- <laughs> i <I'm laughs> me out. Just hear listen. Me out,
0: hear, okay, I'm okay. gonna hear you out.
2: No, i listen. I'll listen. You go first. No, Richard, go.
0: Luca, you cannot what? come into a season <laughs> as an MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I think I there is pressure on him. You can't come into a season every single year and be an MVP. You don't come in and shape. And then you have really good ends of years and then you lose in the first round. Just, just win a series. Just win oh, a okay. series. Oh, oh, okay. Very really
2: quickly. Ask. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let's start. Let's, let's, let's rewind. The real Richard. <laughs> let, let's rewind. Part of the problem with greatness, especially early greatness, is expectation. Like people make it seem like Jason Tatum has been at two conference titles. He was on loaded teams. There were years where he had like the second best, like he was like the third or fourth best player on his team. He has elevated his game to this space of being the dominant guy. But my point is, and and even when they went to the conference finals versus Miami in the bubble, the bubble, the stuff is is somewhat unique. But my point is this (laughs) Luca is Luca came into the year after going to the Olympics. And like, it takes a while to figure out your off season regimen. He wasn't in great shape. He's admitted that, but he, he, he's learning. So to say that Luke yeah. has never been out of the first round, how many players do we often judge that by while they're still on their rookie contract? Only the great ones. Take agreed, it or leave it. Agreed. Agreed. I'm not disputing that only the okay. great ones, but like from that. And because I, I trust you as a basketball mind, even though you have food in your teeth is that when you, when you look at these things, you're basically saying that, okay, this is where he is. Does he have a team that even though they're playing great defense, I love the addition of Spencer Dimwitty, this isn't a team that you would think that you would look at them and say the second round is probably the, as far as they can go. Because totally. in the second round, they're going to get a Phoenix. They're going to get a Golden State. Like That's ideally who they would see in the second round. So it's like... Him that he's got to get out of the first round, you're like, Man, the cap to his team is the second round, <laughs> so it's like the cap, yeah, just but if he
0: gets a second round, I'm like, Yes, because I want I've seen him in these moments, and another part of me saying that is the dude is nice in the playoffs, nice and nice, he's not afraid of the moment, he's a winner. I just want to see him when the lights get a little brighter versus better competition because I think that's going to make him better as a player. I think it's going to make their team better, but you know, and I like watching him play, but I do think there is pressure on him.
1: I do argue to a sense though. It's never really been about Luca and his team's not getting there. It's not been because of Luca.
2: Right. Was it Porzingis? Was it his fault? No, well, it's just because they don't have it's okay to say that you don't have (laughs) enough talent around an individual. It doesn't mean that the players around them aren't good. Doesn't mean they're not not good enough for a fourth or fifth seed. But at the end of the day, you go look at the Phoenix Suns roster. Go look at the Brooklyn Nets roster when they're healthy. Go look at the Milwaukee Bucks roster. Go look at the Miami Heat roster. Like all of those top two, three teams, they 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 dominate the Dallas Mavericks roster. Dominate. Yes, it's it's not even Very close. True. Even with Luca's greatness, like James Harden and Joel Embiid, then you go and look at Giannis with Drew Holiday and Chris, Chris Middleton. Middleton. You go like you go look at Brooklyn. They've got three All Star, and we're sitting over here. Luca's not even remotely close to playing with the second All Star. Spencer Dinwiddie has probably been his second best offensive player that he's been with. Porzingis you know, it hasn't been on the court. So it's like, when I look at my expectations, well, he's not really on the team a anymore. lot of them are like, they're like LeBron James early in the Cleveland years. Right. True. They're literally like that where it's like, like, Mo Williams, was his, and that's not a knock on Mo, but you're just like, Mo that was team is, might be good enough to win. Yeah, Mo was an all-star, but I'm saying a lot of those teams might be good enough to win a ton of games, but is that a team good enough to make a run? But the only problem with the run is we don't look at the Dallas Mavericks. We look at Luka when they don't make a run. We're like, Luka hasn't been out of the first round. No, Dallas hasn't been out of the first round. Dallas hasn't won a playoff series, just to give you a Dallas hasn't won a playoff series since I think they won the championship. Damn. That is a fact.
1: That is a fact. Think about that. So while we that.
2: look at Luca, when we look at Luca, they had Dirk Nowitzki for like in the prime. They won a championship. They have not won a playoff series since. So that just lets you know that it's less about Luka and some of it has to do with the actual organization. They've got to put the talent. They didn't put the talent around Dirk. The the I don't even want to say the last years of his career, but in the final like, like four years of him being a prime player, they didn't do a great job. They would go to the postseason, but they never won a first round matchup.
1: This is a fun little playoff preview because I assume that we will continue to get into it over the weeks to come. I have one more playoff question. We're going to take a fan question and then we're going to talk a little March Madness. Uh, A player that you guys will think, you guys think will become a household name during the postseason. Ooh,
2: He's got luck. look. Uh, I I think a player, now uh, again, like there's already players that are household names. I think if I had to pick, I'm going to pick one from each conference that have a, that yeah. has a chance. And they're very, very different. I think Darius Garland has a chance to be a household name. That kid is special. He is special. The way he can pass the ball, the way he can score. He moves. He's not like Kyrie-esque. But he moves with he the got ball a bag, in yeah. a manner like those guards that are in that class, like the Stephs, like the Chris Pauls. Like when he's moving with the ball in and out herky-jerky, it's like he's moves differently. And then the other person I would say is John Moran. And people are going to be like, well, John Moran did this. I'm like, man, you don't understand what a household name is. Household name is a person that grandma that doesn't know basketball knows the name. Right knows the name, right? Like that's the difference between, like John Moran is special. Everyone in the every NBA player knows him. Every NBA fan knows him. People even somewhat casuals know him. But, like, when you become a household name is when people that don't know basketball kind of start to know your name or they've heard it before. Take your time, Channing.
1: I like, I like the John Morant one because though he is so special and I feel like it's almost like, how have we not already considered him a household name? I honestly think that he could take Memphis. I think they're really good. They yeah. do
2: everything really, I think they really could well. do a Trey I think he could have a Trey Young year I think he could have a yeah. Trey young year where it's like Trey Young like in his antics and his energy and just like people were loving Trey Young like that was just like who is this kid like you know you know basketball fans like oh you better- don't know about Trey what you got Channing he's also gonna be more on TV
0: probably versus better yeah. matchups more exciting yeah. matchups no offense to Utah and Utah people I'm sorry but nobody watches the damn Utah Jazz. Right, except in a bubble where, you know, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray were scoring 50 against each other. Um, but I think the guy who's going to blow up in the playoffs is Tyrese Maxey, right? I think we're seeing things Ooh, now. Maxey's a good one. Because in the playoffs, what are you going to do with James Harden and, and, and Joel Embiid? He's embracing that playmaker. He's playing a lot of point guard this year. Now he doesn't have to. He could just go be a scorer. He's exciting where people go, well, you expect 30 or 25 from those two guys. You might get a 30 ball from him, but he got a little bag to him, too. Right. I think that's one. And then I think number two, I think the guy. I hate agreeing with you, and I might say, yeah, I got to kind of it's hard not to. Yeah, it's John Moran. I just think he's he has the floor spacing now. He has the other ball handlers. The guys are mature. They're healthy. Jaron Jackson right? Jr. I think, is healthy. can
1: you add to it too, there. like the age, the generation, like the playing above the rim, like all of those things that like draw the eye of oh. like the young, the the older crowd in terms of fans. Like there's just so much to his package that is so yeah. attractive.
0: He's a true guard that is tenacious attacking the rim. And, like, when I have, like, my father-in-law or older guys come over, they're like, we love his attitude. He'll he'll just go in there like a dive bomber, right? They like that attitude of, like, you know, climbing a tree and trying to dunk on Gobert or trying to dunk on Jared Allen or Kevin or whoever it is. He's just tenacious, and he plays the game with a passion and emotional investment that is rare, especially from a young guy in a smaller market where you notice his team, they talk the most shit I have ever seen in my life. And this is not after Atlanta they score. Atlanta
2: talk some shit last year when they got yeah, hot. But,
0: this, but see, that's when they were winning. Memphis starts the game like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I like you, but fuck you too but it also
1: continues through the game. Oh, yeah. throughout the game. And then they the dance themselves off the court.
0: Oh, they the, they say, "Hey, we ready like what do they say? We we want to climb that chimney. We're ready for all the smoke." Yeah. They want all the okay. smoke. I agree. All okay the guys, smoke.
1: we're going to take a mailbag question. This actually comes from um a fan his name is he left it on our uh our text line. "Hey, road and my name is Kevin Hart." Yes, like the comedian. I just wanted oh. to thank Channing for being as good as a dude as he seems on the show. During the Eastern Conference Finals, I was in Atlanta. So you guys remember this. Okay. For the first time, and at 2.30 a.m., my drunken self randomly saw Channing on the street while I was waiting for an Uber with some friends. He has a picture to prove it.
2: Tight. Day- where was I? Oh, yeah. Right out my spot. Why are you snitching on you at 2.30 in the morning? Oh, we was whooping up. He did on say you. this though. So so we were celebrating. So I we asked celebrating. Channing
1: for a picture and he happily took one and stopped to talk for a while, even though I don't really remember what we talked about. It was really <laughs> cool that Channing is as nice as he sounds in the media. My question for you guys would be, what is your weirdest, funniest fan interaction? P.S. Please get Tim Duncan back on the show. To this day, that was the funniest podcast I've ever listened to. People love some damn
2: Uh, Warcraft. We'll get Tim back on.
0: We will fly to San Antonio and do some jujitsu with you. You're You're offering a lot of us to travel. I'll be seeing these text messages over here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Road Trippin is sponsored by our friends at BetterHelp Online Therapy. Relationships take work, especially the most important one you can have in your life, your relationship with yourself. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? This month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. Get started today, support the Road Trippin crew, and enjoy 10% off your first month of services by visiting betterhelp.com slash roadtrippin. That's betterhel dot com roadtrippin. Our next partner has a product I'm personally using every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy, a better immune system, and got tired of taking pills and vitamins. I wanted to see what all the hype was about, and now it's obvious. Every scoop of Athletic Greens tastes great and helps me feeling my best in the morning. I have the peace of mind knowing that I'm beginning every day with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, and even probiotics. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, go to athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin and get started today.
2: This isn't my favorite, but I have a bad one that I kind of feel a little, I feel a little bad for, but not that bad. You need to get it off your chest. So look, we have been so fortunate, like, to have fans, and I understand what that means. I understand the responsibility. Now, Channing, you'll appreciate this. We're in Phoenix. I'm just doing the Phoenix game. Now, I understand when I'm in my hometown, right? This is the place that, you know, I grew up in, Like I went to college and I represent heavily like Channing's the same way. Like we love Arizona. I love the people in Arizona. So when I'm there, you have to be a little bit more nice to people. Like I have kids like not kids, but I have people that was like, hey, I took your mom's class at the junior college or, you know, I know your brother from here. So you have to be a little bit more like respectful versus like just because it's Arizona. So I'm sitting there talking to my best friend, Trav. He's the guy that Travis, he does my notes. He was my two guard in college. That's my Trav, so what's I'm up, talk, What up, Trav? So I'm sitting there talking to, we're at my hotel right across the street from the arena. So I'm sitting there talking to Trav uh, and someone comes up and like, hey, Jefferson, can I get a picture? And Trav was kind of telling me some personal stuff. His father had passed away, you know, not too long ago. And so we were kind of just having a little bit of conversation. Like, how's your mom doing? Blah, blah, blah. What's going on? So a person from say, hey, can I get a picture? And I'm like, yeah, hold on one second. No problem. Just let let me finish this conversation. Just give me a minute. And the guy was like 10 feet away. So he's like, okay, cool. So we finish it. And now I know respectfully, it is my job to like not make a person wait a half hour for a damn picture. But just let me respectfully finish the conversation with, you know, my one of my closest friends since I was like, I want to say 12. So we're finishing the conversation. Probably a minute goes by. I hear the dude go, yo, yo, are we going to do this picture or what? Oh, oh. yes, yes Richard, yes. Channing, you can imagine my reaction. You can imagine my reaction. <laughs> it was like, man, Allie fuck your picture. <laughs> Allie, Allie smirking, Ali smirking like, oh, where is this going? Channing's going, Oh. So I'm like, and so I look at this and I'm like, you know what? Fuck my friends. Let me stop everything I'm fucking doing and take this picture for you. And the goo goes, Doge, you don't have to be rude. I'm just asking for a picture. And I'm like, I'm not being rude. You're being rude. You're being rude. What are you talking about? And I literally walked over, was going to take the picture and just be like, you know what? Because I was like being the sarcastic person I am. If you're a fan of me, then you know who, how my personality is. But I was like, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them. They can wait. can wait let me take this picture and I wasn't trying to be a dick but I'm like people I have no problem taking pictures and I have no problem being a dick but you don't know what the fuck people are talking about like when people want to come up to you and say like if they see you in a car listen if I'm at the bank if I'm at Starbucks and I'm sitting in line you want to fucking ask me for a picture I'll take them all day we can talk about basketball I have no issues no issues but if somebody's like, if you see someone in the middle of a conversation, we could be talking about any fucking thing. So if someone says, yes, I will 100% take a picture with you. Just give me one minute. Then you interrupt the conversation again because you don't want to be 90 second patient. Well, fuck you.
1: Right. Just like, playing right, devil's I no advocate. That. Plain devil's advocate. Didn't you just say you were at a bar with your friend?
2: No, no, no. We were in the lobby of my hotel. We were in the lobby of the hotel. Oh, lobby of the hotel. Yeah. So he came to the game and then we (laughs) stayed at the hotel. Like I stayed at the hotel, um, the Palomar that's right across the street. So we walked directly. So there was a ton of fans. We took pictures. It was all this stuff. So it was like, we were right. And we were just talking in the lobby because I was about to go upstairs and he was about to drive back to Sedona because he lives all the way up there. So we were just catching up for one, two minutes. I was just saying, what's up? So that was the thing that, and like, I was already fucking annoyed. I'm tired, whatever. But it's just like, dude, that's not cool. And I get it. And I get it that the people are fans and I don't want to come across that way, but just like, just be respectful that you don't know what people are going through. Even people that you are like, both of our fathers passed away about three weeks from each other, maybe even three weeks. It might've been like two weeks from each other. And so like, if I'm having a moment with one of my friends that you aren't aware of, and that's not your fault, but when someone respectfully says, just give me one minute and I a hundred percent will take a picture And then you interrupt the conversation again. Now, at that point in time, bro, this ain't no fan. Like, this ain't like RJ shit. This is like Richard Allen Jefferson. Like, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) Right? Like, come on. You do have
0: dick in your name. uh,
2: uh, Yeah, 100%. So I, I feel bad. And I'm like confessing that I felt bad that I snapped. But also, I am human. I will apologize. I didn't get the, the guy like walked away and he was with his girl. Like, I'm not trying to, I wasn't trying to be just like that, but I just had a moment. So I feel bad. That was my fan interaction. Aww. I feel bad. I'm sorry.
1: It, there's also a lesson there. Well said. Etiquette 101 when it comes to celebrities, especially because you guys, I'm not a celebrity. Just the reality. I'm just recognizing uh, athlete, celebrity. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. With that said, um, you oh, guys get it get more. You guys get it often. So, with that said, yeah, like it's okay. You're human. There's the etiquette to it. Channing, now your story. I wasn't gonna leave you hanging, dude. Get out. No, here. but
2: the reason why the reason why I know Channing has the best interactions because people contact me about meeting Channing all the time. <laughs> Yo, I met Channing. We tell Channing Fry to unblock me. Yo, Channing Fry is so funny. Like, dude.
0: Hey, okay, so I'm actually here's a wild thing. I'm actually in. L.A. So for my nine games that I was a Laker, right? So I go out and I uh, I just go to like a little bar on the beach. I think it was like not Santa Monica, but what's above? It might have been not Santa Monica, but like... Marina. the P- Marina. There we go. The Marina. So I go to some dive bar in the Marina. And, you know, dive bars are 50-50. You either get like the 50 or you get the, the other the 50. 50. That ain't too, yeah, you get the 50. So this was a 50, right? So... You know, I'd already had a couple and, you know, the people I met up with like, hey, I'm going home. I'm like, I ain't got shit to do tomorrow. So let me sit at the bar. So I sit at the bar and there's a group of three older ladies. Now, when I say older ladies, I'm talking between like 55 to 68. I don't want to say 69 because then Richard's going to get all excited. So they're older ladies and I could tell they all have martinis and they're being loud or whatever. And a guy comes over he's like, hey, Channing, you know, hey, what's up? Like, you know, glad you're on the Lakers. I went to U of A. And so he said, hey, do you want to take a picture? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Take a picture. And I look over at these ladies and these ladies have like beamed their eyes at me. So all three of them gather their drinks, walk all the way around this bar and proceed to sit next to me. And from then on, ask me about 50 questions about everything. Now, I have been drinking myself. I could smell the martini and olives on their breath crazy. So one of the ladies, after a drink, I have a t-shirt on, puts her hand up my my back of my shirt, starts rubbing my back. (laughs) The bartender sees this. So I'm one big seven-foot black dude, three older ladies who are hammered, rubbing my back now. The, late, the the owner of the bar, I guess, was like, do you need help? And I was like, yes please. You are supposed to and ask she was for like, an
2: angel shot. You are supposed to answer the, for an angel shot.
0: She was like, Martha, get like whatever her name was. She's like, leave him alone. She's like, but he's so cute. And then it was like, dude. So now I'm like, okay, maybe I can find somebody in here that like, cause I'm watching the rest of this other game like where I can go and move. And I'm not usually very uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable as shit. So then I'm like, all right, let me get the check. The lady's like, no, I'll get the check for you. Goes to put down her card and falls down off the stool, kicks her shoe up, and like the the martini glass everywhere, and just, I was like, I didn't touch her. That was this. My hands are here. Like, I was like, she goes, just leave. Show your hands. The was Hand like, check. Just leave. Hand check. Just leave. We'll take care of it. Ladies, leave him alone. But it was just like, I never had another human. Now, I was 35. So I'm a 35-year-old grown man with kids. And this lady is like, underneath my shirt, rubbing my back. I was like, like,
1: come on, man. Did come she tickle? Come man. Did she take <laughs> She had the little that. I cannot. I cannot. And I was like, oh I do want to be God. mad at you, but Allie, I'm like, Allie, so what's
2: your bet? What's, what's, what's your give us a fan interaction story, Allie?
1: Do I have one?
0: Allie, you for sure it's- got a weirdo.
2: Allie, you Allie, you told me, like, again, just to give you an example, like Allie likes to downplay shit. Allie, Ali said she answered her door. Like she said, she answered the door, and the delivery guy looks at her. Looks at the package, looks at her, and is like, Allie Clifton? And she's like, yeah, because Allie doesn't even think twice about it because she's just like, oh, like, yeah, motherfucker, it says it on the fucking package. Like, yeah, <laughs> the dude like takes out his phone and literally shows that he's literally in that moment listening to road Oh, Tripin.
1: yeah. Listening to road trip Oh, my God. I totally <laughs> forgot about that story. How do you? How do you? How do you how yeah, do I, like, I forgot. Yeah. Allie, no, that is weirdos. so true. It was so dope, too. What?
0: How many weirdos send you feet pics? <laughs>
1: First of all, they're not they're not sending me feet pics. They're, they're sending me what you imagine it. they're sending me. They're, they're asking, asking for, picks. for feet pics. Oh,
0: if you here this is we took a left turn but this is hilarious. If you were to make a side hustle of just Allie and feet. feet pics. My feet. How much do you think you would make in a month?
1: I would not be doing road tripping.
0: Wow! Boy, just saying. what Manicure them dogs up and put it on the deck.
2: Uh, Jenny, I'm serious. Say- if
1: anyone has an idea how to start a fans only account or only fans account without using my shoes. name but understanding it's my feet, please let me know because I would love to get that side hustle.
2: Yeah, how am I telling your fan story because you told me it was funny? That actually when is when one of my me- favorite stories. You have a thousand more stories like but you're just going to downplay it. No, but I, I will say this and this is one of I thing do know that, that, that is really one of, this- one of my favorite stories. It's always hard it's always hard to have these conversations because you don't want to come across as like like a, like douchebag or any of that stuff but I'll say this for anybody that you are a fan of or just understand the time and place. If I see you in a bar, I don't want to take a picture. I yep. and, and look, it's not a good place to take pictures and bars and clubs. And it's even more annoying when you ask a person, it's like, dude, we can have a conversation. We can have a drink. We can talk. But I don't want to take a picture at, at 1230 at night with a million people around. Because one, if you take one picture, then you have to take pictures with other people. And then two, if you take, if if you decide that that's the route that you're going to go, then it just be like, well, where does it stop? And that's being respectful. So like, I'm not saying I don't want to talk to you. People will come up like, Hey, can I take pictures? Like, no, but what's your name? What do you do? Where are you from? I'll have a, I'll have a two, three minute conversation. Just like, Hey, you're a fan. Cool. So nice to meet you, bro. And I've, I've had those interactions like, dude, it's just not, I shouldn't be taking pictures out, blah, blah, blah. It's just not a good look. But if you see me at the bank, if you see me at the grocery store, you see me at Starbucks, you see me fucking anywhere else. I was, at the mechanic this morning and a bicyclist in a fucking neon green shit was like, Jefferson? Yeah. Hey, you mind if I take a picture? Sure, bro. Let's take a picture. But if Did you're at a restaurant... What the fuck were you doing at a mechanic? Because my car fucking broke down. You should That's ask, ask, him, how this, oh, you should ask fucking- him how we got to work the You should ask him how I got to
1: work the other day. <laughs>
2: Again, these are first world problems that I don't like to talk about because I wouldn't have sympathy if I was my younger self for people talking about this shit. But yeah, I Ubered to work the other day. <laughs> I, I Ubered. I Ubered to- After going through well. all, all of them. his cars. All my, all of them, all of them. Okay, guys, we're going to end got, on- yeah.
1: You got it. Go. I, you I got, got what. shit
2: to say. I got, nothing. I got nothing.
1: Okay, let's end on this then. March Madness. It is upon us. Selection Sunday has happened, come and gone. Um, And I know Rich, maybe this is your opportunity. We kind of talked about this. Maybe this is your opportunity. I want to know who you're picking for March Madness. And I also want to know how you feel about the team you're picking. Uh, Richard, you can go first.
2: Okay. Well, both Channing and I are picking Arizona to win the national championship. That's what we do. Like I've never filled out a bracket where they weren't involved. Uh, And so that's only been like, twice in my life. Uh, that being said, <laughs> that being said, this is one thing that I think I'm super excited about what the Arizona Wildcats have done this year. It's been unexpected. Coach Lloyd has done an amazing job. Uh, Jay Gardner and and, and uh, Murph and that whole crew, the fans, all of the kids to show up with not as much expectations and to exceed them. But this is, they won the Pac-12 Uh, for the first time uh, for, for, you know, as a first time coach winning the Pac-12. But this is what I will say about Arizona and where the shit gets real very quickly. Arizona's not judged by, by can you make it to the tournament? We got fucking 30 of them bitches. We're not judged by can you win the Pac-12. We got 15 of them bitches. Like you're not judged by anything but your performance in the tournament. So... If you think that that is great, which it is, and you need to enjoy the step, but understand the shit gets real. Ask Channing. Channing is fucking damn near 40 years old and still gets shit for not going to a fucking Final Four for being up by 15 with four minutes to fucking go. So just so those young guys know the name on the back of that chest or the back of your jersey and the name back on the of your front chest. Of the jersey, back of your chest, the back of your chest. You got to say it with the back we of your chest. We got them bitches on like, the back of your chest. It's back of chest. <laughs> That's the, the shit's about to get real, real because let you lose in the first round, which I have. Woo, it's me a too. long year. Oh, I've whoa, lost whoa. in the second round. I've lost in the second me round. Too. That's a long year. So like, understand like your intensity is this whole, we've been over, we've been overachieving and we, that shit is done. Like you guys are a part of elite, elite Arizona company. And the only way to truly join the elitist is I believe they have enough talent to win a national championship. Now go fucking do it.
1: With that said, can I tell you how serious Channing is about still not being able to get over that line I lost? Blue Wire has asked for our picks. We were on a text chain and you're supposed to send a one minute or like a clip, one second clip of the team uh, that what you did my want clip say? or that you think.
2: What did my clip Your say? Your clip
1: said Arizona.
2: That was it. A half a second. So oh, Arizona. <laughs> no, that was
1: that. And Channing said there's only one right answer, Arizona. And so my response was, so should I take Illinois? Channing literally proceeded to respond with Kim Kardashian flipping me off. Yeah, yeah 100%. No. Not happy about I, I thought it. Was- I blew him a kiss. Richard thought it nope. was funny. Channing said, nope.
2: Still nope, I, I, think taint taint I think it's I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's funny now at you. the time. Like Channing knows this. Like we were fucking mad oh, at him. That was not funny. We, like, no, like this was like this was this was like, bro, what the fuck? Fuck you, man. Like, we were like mad at him. Now we laugh and joke about it and all this other shit, but we were like really mad at Channing. Like we were, was it was like myself. Big Brothers. Be, and I know he was mad at himself. Like obviously, it's one of the most epic losses in the history of the NCAA I know, that's tournament. Crazy. Could, I, could I have done more? Could I <laughs> yes. have done more? God. Yes, I, 23, turnover, 14, uh, and four. Could that, that I have turnover have done more? up by three? That turnover up by three. Oh, that that one, So that, up the, by three. But
0: what happened between fifteen and three? Anyways, and anyways. T- anyways, yeah, anyways. Yeah. So Richards going with, Channing's going, Channing's
1: with going with Arizona. Channing's going with Arizona. I think I want to go with
0: the sleeper Toledo.
1: Hey, men and Shout women. Out. How about that? Oh, Shout shit. Shout Y'all out. really made it? Shout out. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, unfortunately, I actually was just talking with Richard about this. I don't know if, um, at the Mid-American level, if you don't win the conference tournament, if they will be able to get in. But for instance, uh, the women's team went 25 and 4, 19 and 1 in conference play. Okay, they just won the first game of the conference tournament. Um, hopefully, they obviously go on. If they don't win the conference tournament, I still think that they should get a bid. To go to the NCAA tournament because that is a crazy, crazy season that they're coming off of. And the men are right behind them. Both men's and women's coach got coach of the year. For sem- Allie, let's ever make a bet in the history.
0: Let's do it. Let's take a bet. For every game Toledo wins, I will Venmo you a hundred bucks. How about if you just do 10 push push-ups? Huh? T- that's boring. I did upper
2: body today. It's
0: a little no, sore no, my no, upper
2: no, no, pectoral. No. Until you see somebody doing push-ups via a loss, it is that that is a joy that that goes far better than 100 How about 10
1: push-ups and
2: $100? Fair. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a good bet, Jenny. <laughs> Okay,
1: so are we talking in the conference tournament?
2: No, no, I'm talking no, about just in, in the you NCAA tournament. So they have to make, tournament. Tournament.
1: So yeah. have to make the tournament, about, uh, and then each win- If they
0: don't make the tournament- uh, Then you lose. You got to buy three bottles of Chosen Rosé. Okay, deal. It's That's a deal. It's $90. That's
1: a deal. I got you. <laughs> She's going to buy For anyone it. that cares about my pick- for anyone that cares for my pick for the NCAA tournament, I am going with Duke. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you have a question for the show, call or text us anytime at 657-522-557-8657-5CALL-RT. That's another edition of Road Trip. And I really hope Richard did not leave because we need his file. <laughs> <He's> so <mad. laughs>